G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. We love it when we chat with two of our favourites. It's Britt and Kate Ryan from Focus on the Family Australia. Hello. Hello. Good oh, morning. Two of our faves. Yes. <laughs> Brett is just a little bit more favourite than oh. Kate. <laughs> just put that in. He gets a little bit sensitive. Yeah, so. we yeah he does. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Now, we love it because you are Brett and Kate Ryan uh, married to each other. So we're going to talk this morning about choosing your lifelong spouse. Yes, it's a very it's a very important thing yes. to discuss. To be quite honest, yeah. It, yeah, it is. It's so important to not just jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, we go love at first sight. Is that a real thing? Mm. Um, oh, I just I just knew straight away. Uh, all those things that young couples say, or you don't understand our love, yeah. mm. as though they are the only ones that have ever been in love before. It's so funny. <laughs> it makes me laugh. Mm. Um, having been married for 31 years and oh, we feel like yay. we've seen so many things go before us that when, when people say, oh, no, you don't understand, I want to say uh, <laughs> I think you don't understand. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> love is blind, uh, as they it. say. I love it. Oh, absolutely Well, we talk blind. about going into marriage with your eyes wide open and then when you get married you have to start shutting them down a little bit yeah yep. closing a little, them bit up squinty you go a bit squinty and uh, because you don't want to address everything that comes towards you at once mm. because it's an unfolding um across the years mm. and so there are going to be little things that annoy you but i mean pick your battles yeah. And uh, are they a real issue, to be yeah. quite honest? The fact I, that they don't yeah. put the lid on the toothpaste, is it an actual issue yeah, that's wow. right. or is it just a little annoyance? Yeah. 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 But to pick up on that, like pre-marriage, I know that you know lots and lots of people will say, oh, well, that'll change. You know, like yeah. there might be something that really yeah. annoys you. Oh, that'll change. But, you know, that's a bit uh, I presumptuous, that isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's right. They've got good bones. They've got good bones. I'm going to retraining and they'll be fine. It, well, it will change. It'll get worse. That, this, this is what we say. If you see a red flag beforehand and you don't deal with it, it's going to be a giant flag mm. waving straight in your face um, because there needs to be a lot of thought that goes into choosing your future partner. Yeah. Um, this is a lifelong choice. And yeah. so to just go, I love them, without addressing some of the big issues. And we spend a lot of time with couples um, where people saw red flags prior to getting married. Mm. and Shared it with shared them. Shared it with them, recommended that they probably shouldn't get married, and they did. Yeah. And now they're in a mess mm. uh, because they didn't address the red flags prior. And so there's a few questions, you know, that they should really ask themselves uh, before they say, I do. And one is, why this person? Mm-hmm. Why this person? Yeah. Um, yep. Why is this person the one that I want to spend the rest of my life with? What is it about them? What's their character look like? Um do they love the Lord? You know, what? what is it about them that makes me want to marry them? Not that just we get along and we have a great time mm. <laughs> because yep. that's not a lifelong thing. 
um, those things change because yeah. we change when we get married. Well, you mentioned we change character across there. a lifespan. I mean, character is something that is more mm. long term, whereas you know, obviously, as you said, di- different um, things that they might like or their looks or different things of that will you know, change ebbs and It'll flows change. over the years. So you have to actually decide and, and think about your non-negotiables going into a mm. relationship and yeah. say, these are the things that I really believe are what makes me tick and what I want my future life partner should be and look like. Um, and not, not physically, but their characteristics, their their uh, value systems, their belief systems, their faith, and seeing them in all their glory, warts and all. Um, because if you, as Kate was saying, saying before, the the fact is these little things that you think, oh, that's not such a bad thing. Oh, I think it's a bit quirky. They will become big things later mm. on. And so- and we, and we talk about love is blind. Sometimes we have our blind spots and we don't see those things like other people. So you need to include other people in this journey, including your parents um, and including your close family and friends. And if they've got some concerns or a check in their spirit, then and they share it. You should at least heed their advice and go in with your um, with an attitude of saying, I'm going to be looking out for these things because so many people uh, keep a you know a blind eye to things and unfortunately it can lead to a lot more challenges and a lot more difficulties later on yeah is there a sense that you could actually be too um careful or too you mm. know strict like saying oh well no they've got to measure up on all these different areas before i'll you know say yes to that person mm. you know are you sort of like potentially going to you know <laughs> end up with no options if you go well, that there way. are no perfect people, people there no. are no we are imperfect beings living in an imperfect world but we can serve a perfect god and, and there's some things that we can say hey you know um if, if these are the non-negotiables, um, you have to know what they are. But they can't be this long, you know, 20-page list mm. because you'll never – that person will never me- measure up and your expectations and that person will never fulfill those those needs because one person cannot do that. We need – you know, we need to be – our identity needs to be in Christ. We need to know who we are, and another person does not fulfill that place. That fulfill that place in our hearts and our minds and our soul. But we need to know that you know there are things that are going to annoy us, but will they become you know significant later on? And and there are things that can be red flags that you can work through. Yeah. But there are some things that you can't. If somebody doesn't have integrity, well, then you can't work through that. Mm. <laughs> they need to work mm. through that on their own. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole, there's a, actually a list really of character traits that if they don't have them yet, they need time to mature. And so you need to step away because you don't want them maturing or, you know, pretending to mature. To tick a uh, box. To tick a box for you yeah. so that you say yes. Uh, because that happens. It's like couples, you know, where someone might end up going out with a non-Christian and they go, oh, I'll come to church with you. So they start coming to church with you and then they get married and then they stop. Mm. Yeah. And that mm. happens a lot. Yeah, that's mm. right. And, and so we have to be very aware that the person that we're really interested in has shown those character traits over a long period of time. Um, it's not just you know, in two months' time, oh, yeah, well, I'm all better now or I've got integrity now or I've mm. got <laughs> patience now. Um, they It needs to be worked through. If there are red flags, they need to be worked through. And it's not to say they can't. 
but it doesn't mean that they need to put time. It might take counselling. And then, you know, putting those, I guess, new behaviours into action. You yeah. see long-term and, sustainable yes, change rather than see sustainable change. Things. And so you can step away from each other in a year or so, you know, if you're still in the same area as each other, you get to see that change and, the, you know, they don't crack the sads that you have asked to step back for a bit. Um, and so they even that's a maturity level, mm. you yeah, know. If you say, okay, there's, there's an issue here, I'd just like to step back and see you work on that. And if they crack the sads and go, oh, well, forget it, then, you know, you've dodged a bullet. Yeah. yeah, that's right. If we had our way, we would like to encourage people to have pre-engagement counselling rather than pre-marriage yes. counselling. Oh, now, most people do pre-marriage, but often the momentum is shifting. They've actually got all the things planned and then they say, oh, we should do that pre-marriage counselling. And the momentum is continuing to, you know, build up and they don't make those decisions that may have, in the light of day, they would have reconsidered. And that has caused a lot of heartbreak. So mm, we encourage people okay. to really, if they're thinking about s- seriously having this lifelong partner, to make these decisions to, to say, hey, let's do this well. Let's do this really seriously. And there's been a lot of evidence that says that really good premarital counselling, about one in five um, will not continue to go to the altar. Um, because they've realised that they weren't ready for the the, the, selflessness. the selflessness, the commitment, the dedication that it requires to become a uh, husband and wife. And in fact, I was talking to a pastor the other night, and uh, he said that three people approached him to do to marry them, and he said, "Well, I'm going to take you through pre-marriage counselling," and he did. And he said, "Not one of them got married." Oh wow! <laughs> wow. He said he said they realised that they were not ready. Mm. Mm. He said, but. I, he said, I did that because I saw the signs myself yeah, and I, yeah. I said, I, I won't marry you yeah. until we do that pre-marriage counselling. And he said it was, mm. you know, the, a fourth couple asked them and he goes, you do realise that the three who asked me pre- previously did not go ahead. <laughs> wow. um, and I said, that is so valuable yeah, because right. unless they are prepared to do the hard yards, marriage isn't a game. Yeah, mm. it, it's not something where you go. You know what? I really like that person. Actually, I'm in you know love or lust or whatever it is. Let's get married. And if they do it quickly without getting to know them well, mm. um, the character, uh, it's really great if you're introduced by friends. You know, I think that's really beneficial because then the friends know their character. You know their families. They know, you know, and you've got that around you. Yeah. Whereas if they're kind of this stranger. It, you need to take that extra time. Yeah, we talk about seeing uh, you know, the four seasons, and that doesn't mean a you know clear twelve month calendar, but to see the highs and lows, mm. and that can declare those those faults, those flaws, which we all have, and then see how they handle it when they're stressed, when they how they handle money, how they deal with conflict, how they show uh, love and consideration. All these things are because we bring a, pa- a baggage into a relationship from past experiences and, and family of origin. So those things need to be talked about. And a successful marriage is two healthy individuals going into a relationship and recognizing that we're not perfect, but we're going to work on it on my 
individual walk with God and my individual walk with being a human being. And then I'm going to be laying down my life for you to see you be fulfilled in every aspect of your life. I love that you said that, Brett, about um, the communication, etc. Because the three biggest issues in marriage are communication, sex and money. Mm, That's true. And so if we can address those beforehand, because let's face it, all those things we have learned in our family of origin – so we need to address those because we could have spent 20-something years in that family of origin and that has influenced the way we do all those things. So if there have been a few issues, then we need to address those ourselves yeah. before we then dump them on our spouse. Yeah, good <laughs> okay. point. That's Thanks, great. So many good points oh, in all we that. Could talk for Thank hours, you very so much good. For, for sharing it. I mean, obviously your website's got heaps of resources for parenting and for marriage, but uh, mm-hmm. pre-marriage as well? Is there some articles people can check out along that absolutely. line? Absolutely. And there's even an article that says, you know, uh, questions that your future f- father-in-law should ask. And so Ooh, that was a really okay, good, good article as well. But there's one for individuals and one it just actually is titled Seven Essential Conversations to Have with Your Future Spouse. Mm, cool. All right. Well, check that out, families.org.au. Thank you so much. Some great input today. We look forward to chatting again next week. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.